Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the podcast where we go see a new movie, we come straight back to the microphone, and we record our thoughts as we come up with them for you, the listener. I'm Jack Kolodzewski, joined today by... Robbie Anderson. Anderson. That's me. Hey, what's up? Hey, Robbie. Hey. How's it going? It's going. How are you? Good. Thank you for asking. Anytime. We, we just saw a movie together, mm. uh, as we do. Mm-hmm. What do we see? Spider-Man, Enter the Spideyverse. Is it Into the Spider-Verse or Enter the Spider-Verse? Fuck. I think it's, I think it's Into. Uh, I'm going to check the tape. Hold on. We are really... We're, we're biffing it already. Uh, I think it's into world. it's into the Spider Verse. It is into the Spider Verse. Spider Man okay. into the Spider Verse. Okay, I must be getting confused with Enter the Matrix. Yes, as one does, as one always does. Uh, what did you think, Robert, of Spider Man into the Spider Verse? Oh boy, I really liked it. Yeah, that, this movie rocks. Yeah, uh, one might say it slaps. This movie is very good. It's very good. I liked it a lot. Um, what did you like about it, Robbie? I mean. Uh, All right, well, hold on. Let's we, back up. All right, I'm back. You up. like Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. How much do you like Spider-Man? Uh, 10 out of 10, maybe even 11 out of 10. So you really like Spider-Man. I exceed the amounts that you can like Spider-Man. Okay. I so have you dreams liked, where I'm Spider-Man sometimes. You, uh, you like Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Uh, I like Spider-Man 1 and 2. I appreciate, I appreciate 3. It's fun. One might even say that you've lost <laughs> sleep over... I uh, I've written at length about my love of Spider Man. Got it. And uh, you know, I wrote an article a while ago, I think a year ago, about like what was the best Spider Man movie at the time. It was like right after Homecoming came out. And I wrote this long fucking thing that basically was just like, I mean, Homecoming is the best one, right? And now let's check the tape again. Let's Robert. check the tape again. What's the best Spider Man movie? I guess you're gonna have to write a follow up to that article. Uh, it might be Into the Spider Verse. I don't know because like they're very. This movie's very different than yes. your traditional Spider movie. So maybe mm-hmm. by the end of the episode, I can give you a better answer. So Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh well, let me get my impressions out first. You liked it. We, we, I think, are obliged to go through the weird. Sp- Spider-Man continuity or yep. not continuity? We'll we'll come back to that. Sure. Um, I like Spider-Man as well. Mm. Probably not on your level. Yeah, it's but right. I enjoy me some Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I liked Homecoming a lot. Yeah, uh, I liked the 2018 Insomniac Mar- Marvel's Spider-Man. Video that game, game is is very good. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I like this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. And I I think it's cool that all those things can kind of exist at the same time and very much be their own things like Marvel Disney Marvel Spider-Man is is its own thing. Yeah. And I think Homecoming is really cool and I'm looking forward to what what comes next with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and I think what Insomniac did with the video game Spider-Man like definitely carved out their own kind of universe of what's going on with Spider-Man and yeah. then Into the Spider-Verse is now Sony's version of Spider-Man. Which they're they've with this Spider Verse like kicked yeah. off their own whole thing. Do you think like I guess if, if it's hard for us to say because we're like in the know, and do you think that there's any like brand confusion with all the Spider Mans among like casual be, audiences because it's so much Spider Man? Yeah, it's a lot of Spider. It's kind of confusing. There are probably still people being like. I thought Tobey Maguire was Spider-Man. Maybe, yeah. Or like, I like those movies. Where that? And they don't even remember. They just made those. They don't even remember that Garfield the Cat no, was no, they what Spider-Man. About Garfield. For 
He's over. Give me lasagna, lasagna, Mary Jane. Yeah, he's too busy. I'm a spider man. Um, Yeah, I have to imagine that there is probably some sort of brand confusion, especially because this movie hinges upon the multiverse of Spider-Man. It's even like a little bit tongue-in-cheek about that. Which I think is the right way to do it. Yeah, Because, uh, you know, it's not spoilers to say that this movie has to deal with many spider people. Right. Uh, And if you've been a fan of, like, the comics or maybe even, like, different animated series, um, it's kind of like, if you know at least a little bit about Spider-Man, exceeding the basic, like, Peter Parker's your your main boy, then you kind of know that there's many different variations in Spider-Man. Yeah. And sometimes you deal with cloning or multiverse stuff. Well, it's you he's, know. A, he's a, one of the longest running comic book characters and many writers have taken a crack at sure. doing Spider-Man stuff. I mean, like with Batman as well. There's like just mm-hmm. all kinds of different stories that involve Spider-Man. Yeah. And I think as far as the new modern stuff goes, this is probably... And maybe you can speak to this more as mm-hmm. more of like a, a, a fan than me. Because I haven't really read too much of com- the comic book I mean, Spider-Man stuff. I haven't read too many comic books. I've read some different one-off stuff. I was a really big fan of Ultimate Spider-Man. Right. Which is actually how Miles Morales like eventually got his start. Right. I think that was his first run was uh, Ultimate Spider-Man ends with Peter Parker dying. And then and it Miles reboots Morales with Miles taking over. Yeah, yeah. Taking over. So uh, this, I feel like, is the most... The best Spider-Man, if you're, like, a big fan of the kind of comic book, like, multiverse of Spider-Man. Like, there's so much... There's a lot to like about this movie. Yeah. But from a Spider-Man fan perspective, there's just so much detail packed into it. And so much... So many little Easter eggs. Yeah. So many winks and nods to, like, the the greater, like, Spider-Man kind of mythos. Uh, and it's like bringing all that stuff together in a pretty cool, like at the same time, seamless way. Like it doesn't feel forced. It's very accessible. Uh, as a long time Spider-Man fan, I'll be honest, I'm not really a fan of the multiverse stuff or the cloning arcs or those kind of things. Like my Spider-Man's always like kind of the true blue. Like I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man for me is at his best when he's a kid dealing with real life problems and then also having to do superhero stuff on the side, trying to date Mary Jane, whoever, and Mm -hmm. that kind of and and your minutia that changes in there but uh so in this movie like i originally saw it i was like intrigued by its visual flares oh yeah but i didn't think i was going to be into the plot but it's it's such an accessible movie for covering all that ground right and uh you know i think like if you're like there's kids in the audience when we saw it i think if this was like your first spider-man movie it's great because it's fucking hilarious yeah and it looks amazing, dude. It looks amazing. So good. There was a moment we which, both, yeah. We'll talk about it in the spoilers. This specific moment, but we just kind of looked at each other and we were just like, "This movie looks so fucking good. It's crazy." I, you know, I I very very rarely say this, but I wish, kind of wish, I had seen this one in three D. I bet that'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, like IMAX it's, 3D. it's got kind of that look where there's like double paneling to stuff. Kind of, it's hard to explain. There's like some well they have things like out of focus because of like the like the depth depth of field yeah Yeah. but at at times it almost looks like when you're watching a 3d movie and you take the glasses off yeah and there's like that kind of blurred like double image thing going on at first i didn't love that like they were doing that with the depth and field that they're like kind of blurring the background like that yeah because at first i was just like i had i thought the same exact thing i was like am i did we go to the 3d version of this movie and forgot the glasses or something yeah yeah 
But as you watch the movie, it kind of is, it becomes more seamless and you can tell it's like more like a stylistic choice. It very much is. And yeah. this movie has a lot a of style. A ton of style. And it's, it's kinetic. It moves. All the action sequences look so good because there's just a lot of fluid motion and yeah. there's a lot of, of detail in the motion. And there's a lot, just a lot of the, yeah, I mean, it's a Spider-Man movie. So yeah. the acrobatics are there. And I think with it being, animated that allows them so much more freedom to just be completely over the top with the the acrobatics that spider-man's yeah. doing yeah. i mean there's times where you know just recently coming off playing the spider-man game there are times where i like kind of was watching the movie and like there were scenes where i was like oh yeah this is like a cartoon like yeah. you kind of like forget and there's also times where like oh this isn't like a like a rendered place that they, there's action happening in it. Like they create it like scene by scene, like mm-hmm. you would normally, but like just coming from the Spider-Man game and like, you know, you're in a, a 3d rendered playground that you're interacting with. Like it almost made my head spin just like trying to fathom how this movie is like, not that, that it's just like this It is. It, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to explain. That it was a weird that feeling. It's what that is handcrafted. Yeah, mean? basically. Yeah. I mean like, so it was like the video game obviously, but like, Right, but each frame of animation is specific. Yeah, there's to be. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's really cool, and it's it is it continued to impress me visually throughout the entire movie. Yeah, um, and I like the story as well a lot. As I you, think the story is kind of alluded there. Yeah, because I mean, this is Miles Morales front and center. I mean, there are other Spider Men and women in this movie, but it is really Miles Morales' story, and it's cool to. I mean. The, the movie is a little bit tongue-in-cheek in, with this as well, like the Peter yeah. Parker origin story. Like, you know that story at this point, mm-hmm. you know? You, home, you get homecoming, it. Great power, well. responsibility, yeah. all that stuff. Like, you get it at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, even Homecoming kind of just, like, breezed by that stuff, which yeah. is good. Like, <laughs> as a society, we all... We don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. on the same page. We, we get it, the yeah. Uncle Ben stuff. Um, but it's cool for Miles Morales, who has not really ever been... A front and center character. I mean, he is pretty prominently in the video game, um, without yeah. saying too much about what happens with that but stuff. He's he's, he's a he's um, a main player in it for sure. But in the comic books, as you said before, Miles Morales takes over for Peter Parker as Spider Man in yeah. Ultimate Spider Man. So. Normally, they don't coexist in the same world. Usually, one's gone before the other occurs. And right. I think only recently have we seen crossovers, and then. You know, in kind the of case passing of, of the torch, kind of. of in the case of Insomniac Spider Man, it's very unique that like they're they both are existing at the same time. Yes, that's a unique thing. Yes. Um. So it's cool to have Miles Morales be the main protagonist and get his kind of origin story, even though his origin story is inherently linked to other mm-hmm. Spider Man doings. Um. But I really liked all the the, the design of all like yeah. everything basically in this movie I like I really jived with the style but there's some really cool designs and like reimagining of some classic Spider-Man stuff that I won't say specifically for now we'll talk about that in spoilers yeah the way cool. that they they make it their own I assume so because maybe they're pulling from other weird comics. I don't know. I don't know. Some of that it stuff seems looks, pretty unique. Some of that stuff looked very unique and original. Yeah. I definitely have not. Like I said, I don't read all the comics or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it, I've definitely never seen some of like those things yeah. applied to already like well-established Spider-Man characters. I think that's 
the for all the things we're mentioning about the movie, its originality yeah. is the thing that's kind of shocking because we have seen so many Spider-Man big screen stories before, right. and this movie doesn't feel like all of like any of them. It right. pays homages to some, and we'll talk about that too. But yeah. like you know, it's really exists as its own thing. You know, it strikes a really good balance, I think, between reverence to all the other Spider-Man material and striking out and doing its own thing and creating its own niche and it's really surprising to me i mean all the trailers for this movie have looked really impressive i've been pretty uh eagerly awaiting this movie for a while now because i i had a pretty good feeling that it was going to be good but um it's surprising to me how well i think they've they like have carved out their own niche that this can exist at the same time and be very good and be its own thing and be completely different from Disney Marvel and also Sony Insomniac yeah. Marvel like uh, or Spider-Man rather I Disney mean, Marvel Spider-Man and Insomniac Spider-Man you know I, I mentioned like I kind of brought forward the like brand confusion thing and I, I think probably for some it is confusing but you know they are pretty separate like I do think like the controllers are Spider-Man as a property between Sony and, and Disney and Marvel right. have done a good job being like you know, the, it's almost like there's live action Spider-Man, which is with Disney right now. Right. And then Sony is just like, all right, we're not going to confuse the brand right. with our, making our live action Spider-Man movie. We're going to do animated instead. Which and was then, a smart choice. It's the right call. It definitely was a smart choice. And then choice. Insomniac Spider-Man, like, you know, it's a video, it's a video game. game. Yeah. So it's already in its own category. Do we want to hit that really quick? Like to just touch base on that for anybody who's not familiar. We probably, I would imagine the majority of our listeners know the score here but so marvel sold spider-man to sony way back in the day before marvel really knew what they were doing with movies right sony made the toby mcguire movies uh that went dormant for a little while then they came back because their contract with marvel use it or lose it exactly yeah so they made the andrew garfield ones those didn't really take off after the two. I think they sold really well, but I think the second one, you start to see a dive. And it, it gets critically panned yeah, yeah. also. That um, movie fucking sucks. So Sony at that point sees how well Marvel was doing with, or Disney is doing with Marvel, mm-hmm. making that, like at that point, the cinematic universe had really spun up. And Marvel and Sony struck a deal so that Sony would still own the rights to Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. Sony is still the owner of the rights of Spider-Man. But Marvel is effectively, I guess, is leasing the rights to Spider-Man so that Spider-Man can yeah. be incorporated into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I think Sony still gets a kickback from those movies and maintains the right to make their own movies, which is why Sony made Venom this year. Yeah, Sony made... Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I think we're getting the Craven movie and the Morbius movie, which those probably be bad. Oh, holy shit. They're not going to be um, good. They're probably going to make a Venom 2. Yeah. And I, I think they're going to make even spinoffs from Spider-Verse. So It's like spinning a web. I think they're making a, a Gwen Stacy movie. They're gonna oh, is that what? I remember Spider-Man. hearing something. I mean, I'm fucking down with that. Totally. And we'll, we'll talk about that more yeah. as we go into spoilers. This was one of those movies where, like, I knew it was starting to wrap up, and I was like, I'd watch another fucking hour of this. Yeah, like, me too. Me I too. don't, I didn't want it to end. Yeah, I really, I would like to see it again. I might try to actually go see it in 3D again. That'd be sick. Um, but I think it was really smart for Sony to be like, like you said, avoid the confusion and say, yeah. let's do something different. And do an animated movie and mm-hmm. also get Lord and Miller 
Yeah. Which was a great, like, scoop them straight up. Well, no, I guess we were already on board for Spider-Man before uh, the solo stuff crashed and burned with that. Yeah. Um, but it seems to be the right call. I mean, like I did. They made the Lego Movie as Lego well. Movie. You, have you seen the? Lego I haven't movie? seen Lego Movie, okay. but I bet the. I've heard from what I heard about the comedy in Lego Movie that it's very prevalent in this. Well, film. It's the not only the comedy of the Lego Movie, but also like bringing a bunch of different stuff together and making it fit. Right, different like, licenses both of those and things, properties. Exactly, yeah. both of those things. I think are their strengths, or they've demonstrated them to be their strengths, mm-hmm. and they show them in Spider Verse, like. Big time. Like, this is a very fun... I, we laughed out loud... A lot. A, a number of yeah. times, yeah. It's just... It, the movie really shouldn't fucking work at all. I mean, if you were it's, to say, like, okay, Sony's gonna make its own movie, it's gonna be animated, and it's gonna be, like, spider multi-universe Spider-Man... I'd be like, that's convoluted and stupid. Actually... And then I, say, I would have said it would have been a pretty cool idea. I, uh, I mean, like, but, listen, the, their pitch worked out. <laughs> we saw the end result. And it's great. So let it, let's put it this way. Sony hasn't demonstrated that they're able to make movie Spider-Man be very good for a while. Not for a while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even like, you know, when I had to rewatch the, the Toby ones, like they're, they're dated. Yeah. They're, they're old. Yeah. It's, you can I mean, appreciate them, yeah. but like. Sure. They're dated. They, yeah, they're old. They're old movies. Point. Yeah. Almost 20 years old. Yeah. The first Tobey Maguire one was what? 2002 I think it was, or three? Uh, I think it was 2000. I, maybe, oh, I'll double check. You don't have to check the tape. Early, early aughts. Early aughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's getting up there. Um, but yeah, I like this movie a lot. I thought it was great. I, I uh, Go on. Uh, no, I just, I thought it was great. I, I wish the, my only complaint is not with the movie; it's just with like the marketing. Like, if you've been on the internet, they are showing you so much of this fucking movie. I've tried to avoid, dude. Seeing it's it. I mean, me too. But like, it's just it's just like there sometimes. Yeah. Like, I remember they had scenes where I'm not even gonna talk about because in case you haven't seen it, listener, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. But there, I have seen a lot of things crop up where it's just like, watch this clip of this person doing yeah, this thing. It's just, and like, it's like, just that. No, no, no. It's okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go see it. You don't have to show me this. There's there's some. Like, some of the best moments in the film, and it's not even from, like, the, the first two trailers for the movie. Like, I'm talking about, like, even in the past two weeks, just been showing so much of it. I'm like, guys, like, chill. And I did I did feel it took the thunder out of seeing those scenes in the theater. Yeah. At the same time, I am glad to see that Sony is actually throwing some marketing weight behind this I mean, they always movie. do, right? Uh, sometimes they just put stuff out to die. I don't I mean, I think Venom got some... I feel like I saw Venom on everything. For Venom, I think, made a decent amount of money as well, especially in China. But um, yeah. I, th- I hope, and I think this movie, because they put so much marketing weight behind it, will probably do pretty well. Um, I mean, I think it already got nominated for a Golden Globe uh, for Best Animated Picture. I mean, if I could see it getting nominated for an Oscar for like Animated Picture. I think so, too. But it would be up against Isle of Dogs. I think it has a potential to beat Isle of Dogs. That's kind I, of like uh, we've been working on our top ten lists, and like I had like a, a template of one done uh-huh. that like is already as I'm seeing things is already getting like you know switched around. There's and shit. a lot of movies coming out in the next like couple weeks that are very likely to dislodge some yeah. of our top ten stuff. Burge and I saw uh, you hear about the movie Border? No, uh, we saw that at uh, Upstate Films last night. Okay. It was fucking awesome. Mm. And I'd never heard of it. I never even heard of it. It just like, hey, I'm hitting you up on a whim. I'm seeing this movie. Do you want to come? I was like, sure. And I was like, this is the fucking weirdest movie I've ever seen. It's awesome. 
Border, it's called? I think it's called, it's either Border or Borders. I think it's Border, but it's like a Swedish film. Okay. Weird. Huh. You dig it. You dig it. It's cool. You know, I like European stuff and weird. Yeah. So it sounds right on my alley. Yep. Okay. Well, sick invite. Thanks, guys. Uh, well, I think it was at like eight twenty, so um, you would have had like it was in Rhinebeck. You would have had, like come home and drive to Rhinebeck. It's okay. Well, I'm just kidding. Whatever. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, you know, just like seeing movies with you. Guys, you know? I'm seeing a movie. I saw a movie with you right now. That's true. Write me out. That's true. Um, all right. Well, do you have any more non-spoilery <laughs> thoughts before we head into the spoiler? I think I think we're break? about ready. I want to say the the music. I think is really cool. I just don't like the Post Malone shit. Yeah, but it's cool that it's, you know, hip-hop driven, like, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, I'll give you that. Like, it flows really well with the, like, New York City kind of atmosphere. And it, it kind of makes it feel separate from, like, you know, Spider-Man movies always have had really great scores. Uh-huh. So, having, like, a Miles Morales focus and, like, having the music be very different, mm-hmm. like, definitely kind of puts you more in that, like, New York feel. Uh-huh. Because I feel like sometimes when you're watching the other Spider-Man movies, you're, like... It takes place in a place that they're telling you it's New York. Yeah, but it doesn't really feel Yeah, because, like you know, we live pretty close to the city. We go there, you know, multiple times throughout the year. So, like, you know, we know what New York City looks like. Yeah. And I would say, like, New York City in this movie feels the most yeah. like New York City that I've seen I in mean, those just movies. I mean, just this movie in general breathes. Like, it's got so much character and life yeah. in every single scene, like, packed in there that it really, it, it, it's, there's a lot of texture to this yeah. movie. Like, there's a lot of good... Burge posited an interesting... This was, like, a few weeks ago we were talking about this movie, and he had some doubts on it. And his main thing was just, like, do you think a movie like Into the Spider-Verse would be, like, timeless? Like, well, like is it a very now movie? Like, it's really good right now? Like, in five years, are we going to look back on it and think, like, that's still a really great movie? I still think it's going to be, at the very least, super visually impressive, just because the visuals are style dependent more yeah. than anything um, but do you think some of like the dialogue the comedy the music things like that i mean who knows if yeah. uh we're still spinning in in five years maybe sure <laughs> but who can say who knows who can say so yeah. um yeah i don't know i i can say that i think this is definitely in the running for best spider-man Oh movie, yeah, movie property yeah. ever, and like it's, it's cool. Like this, it's cool to see Miles Morales get the big screen finally, sure. and Definitely. this is the right way to to get him up there. Because I think that's the thing. Like Miles Morales has always been like a really great character. He injected kind of diversity into the Spider-Man universe on the page, and I think you know there's never been a really great way to give him his like big screen debut. It's always right. been so focused about around Peter Parker. So I think this is really the best way to do it. Yeah, you know, it just explain like. We're not just trying to pitch one new Spider-Man. We're pitching all these new Spider-People. Right, right, so, right. like, you know, it kind of makes it a little bit more palatable for consumers. Yeah, you can have that kind of passing of the torch to right. Miles Morales. Because Peter Parker is there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so do you want to take a quick break? And then we'll come back and we'll dive into some spoiler-specific sort of stuff. I do. All right, cool. Well, I'll catch you on the flippy floppy then. Flip-flop. Psst, psst. Wish. Kablamo! I think it's, it's Thwip is what you're looking for. Thwip. Wish. Hey, Mike. Yes, Mike? Do you like vinyl records? As a matter of fact, Mike, I, I, I simply love vinyl records. Have you ever heard of Dark Side Records? Dark Side Records? What's that? 
Oh, Dark Side Records is a really awesome vinyl record shop right in Poughkeepsie, New York. It's right up the road if you live in Poughkeepsie, New York. Oh, that's interesting. Can you tell me more? Gladly. Uh, I mean, it's it's an amazing record shop. They offer you know CDs, cassette tapes, DVDs, Blu-rays, T-shirts, fun apparel, stickers, patches, socks. Oh, and vinyl records of you know both old and new, used, new. Yeah, they, they got a bunch over there. They're really, really cool. Wow, that is amazing information. That is absolutely insane. Where are they? Where are they? They're in Poughkeepsie, New York. No, I mean, like, where are they specifically? Oh, like their address? Well, I mean, you could Google Dark Side Records and you could find their address. But if you really need to know, it's 611 Duchess Turnpike, Poughkeepsie, New York. And I mean, for the fun of it, the zip code is 12603, but I don't see how that's going to make any difference to anything. Hmm. That's great. When when are they open? Oh, they're open every day. You can just Google that and you can find that out. It's Dark Side Records. You should go. They're like a lot of fun over there. That's great. It doesn't really sound like we uh, kind of hash this out like in advance. It kind of sounds like we're making it up as we go along. No. No, this was all scripted. This episode is brought to you by Dark Side Records. Go buy some records. And we're back. With spoilers. So, I like where this movie goes plot-wise. I like how it gives you kind of the head fake a little bit with Peter Parker in the beginning. Especially... With, like, this universe, Peter Parker. Like, this is where it's going to get tricky. Like... It's hard to talk about. The movie explains it very well. It does. Yeah. It does. We're probably going to do a worse job explaining it than the movie does. Yes. But, like, okay... Original Miles Morales universe that this movie starts in mm-hmm. already has Peter Parker as Spider-Man. He's like 26 or so. Yeah. I th- yeah. yeah. He has blonde hair. Yeah. That's yeah. The, kind of the first giveaway. Because I remember when you see the blonde hair, I'm like, wait, I know in the trailer he has... He looks... And I knew the voice was fucking different. Yeah. Yeah. I could tell. Because it sounded similar. But I was like, it, something's not, not right. quite there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, it's cool how it starts off with Miles Morales just being a normal kid that gets kind of involved in what's going on with Peter Parker fighting Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, Mm -hmm. who's got this large Hadron Collider sort of business going on. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. But I think it's a cool, like, setup. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's very simply explains like this thing is going can can go to other dimensions yeah i like how it's playful with it where the first time um to move forward a little bit peter parker like the other universe the kind of flabby peter parker shows up yeah and he's trying to work it out with miles morales like what's going on Mm -hmm. and miles morales is like oh am i a zombie wait you should be dead are you a zombie yeah are you Am I a zombie? And then the next thing is like, oh, maybe it's a multi-dimensional, uh, multiverse yeah, kind of thing. Knows. And he's like, wow, that's a pretty good guess. And then they do it again later on with Aunt May. But it makes good. The thing is, Aunt May knows that ants already because the other spider people already yes. showed up earlier. But it's still funny. It's still funny. Yeah. yeah. We're saying, like, that's why I thought it was like, is he going to mention that it's weird again? Because it's, fu- it's funny. Yeah. 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 The way that they're tongue in cheek about like kind of the more complex minutia. Yeah. And that helps simplify it. It just helps it, like, demystify what's happening. It right. makes it very palatable for, like, audiences to really get. It's almost a little bit fourth wall breaky without completely being fourth wall breaky. Because yeah. 
Peter Parker exists in Miles Morales' universe already. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man exists. <clears throat> but also, Miles Morales is able to read comic books about Spider-Man. Yeah. And is able to, like, once his powers start to develop, he is flipping through comic books and, like, seeing He's saying stuff. the same thing. Exactly, yeah. I think it's cool because I, at first I was thinking, I'm just like, well, this, is this, like, this is, like, a weird plot device because, like... Who came first, Spider-Man or the comic books? Right. I think in the universe, it's Spider-Man that came first. Right. And, and they then they wrote the, the comic yes. books about him. Yeah, totally. Um, Maybe they didn't call him Peter in the comic books. I don't know. But it's playful in the way that it just kind of, you know, it doesn't get hung up on any of that stuff. It just like, mm-hmm. it's very earnest and just like, this stuff just kind of is how it is. And like, yeah, it's fun. And like you said, it does a good job explaining all that stuff without getting hung up too hard on like the minutia that would make it confusing i think they just you know there's for everything that's like so visually complex about the movie there's certain plot things that they make very simple like there's a flash drive mechanism yeah, that turned the goober yeah which is funny that they, they call it that because like it doesn't really matter what it is yeah you just know well, it's, it's a mcguffin it's the device that stops the thing in the movie from happening yeah exactly which is great that's that, that stuff is great because like don't like it's a funny movie don't need to bog it down it's with also any a comic Mumbo book Jonah. movie like yeah. you can just you can it's funny when you have a mcguffin and you lampshade it by calling it the goober, goober which is cool yeah like, that's it's fine funny. yeah and um but like you know, it's it's because it's it's simple, and you just know that like you know, there's a panel in the collider that they need to get to. Yeah, and that's all you need to know. That's it. It's it's for everything that's happening in the movie. It's very simple. You right. know, they they start at where the end of the movie is going to take place, and you just circle your way back to it. And right. Everything crazy happens in between. But they yeah, they hit a lot of cool stuff along yeah. the way, and I think Miles, but they spend some genuine um, time to kind of explore who Miles Morales is as a character. And Peter Parker. I mean, yeah. I think the cool thing about the movie is that they they gave us an obstacle that cinematic Peter Parker has never dealt with before. Right. You know, it's him kind of overcoming... Being middle-aged. Being middle-aged. I mean, like, or just him overcoming himself and, yeah. like, you know, he's... He's not the picture-perfect Peter Parker. He's kind of the... Because it's funny because, like, the Chris... Later should be revealed, Chris Pine is the voice of the first Peter Parker, yes. which is cool. Um, a lot of great voice work in this movie. Very phenomenal very voice good, work. Very good cast. Shout out to Nick Cage. Yes. And John Mulaney. All, all great. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Johnson, I think is the name. That's the, 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 the main Spider-Man. The, the, the main Peter Parker. The flabby Peter Parker. Flabby Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. But, um... And I, I don't know the kid, I think, that plays Miles Morales is... I want to say pretty new. I don't. I didn't recognize his name. From uh, anything I else. I remember looking at his IMDb. And I don't think there was much there. Um, excuse me. Uh, oh, was uh, what is he in? The guy from Moonlight also. He was is in Dope. Uh, Ma- Mahershala. Yes. Ali is his uncle, who is Prowler, right. which is cool. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, the name of the actor who voiced Miles Morales is Shamik Moore. Yeah, I'm not too yeah. familiar with him. He did he a great in, job. He was in Dope. I really want to see Dope. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen Dope. I well. about that the other night. I was like, I really want to see Dope. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, he's not in anything that I have seen. Yeah, but um, but like it's it you know, I don't think in a movie we've seen Peter Parker like another main thing that he's dealing with is like you know him and MJ split up because he was afraid of having kids, presumably from passing on the spider gene or whatever. Yeah, or and maybe just because he's afraid of. Responsibility, sure, yeah, and uh, you know, 
by the end of the movie, he's just like, do I want to have kids? And like, it's, it's funny, but like, those kind of things are just like, oh yeah, this is uncharted territory for Peter Parker. And it's cool that you have these like two different Peter Parkers that we see in the movie where I'm kind of familiar with both of them in the comic books. Like, yeah. I'm as familiar with like, the young, young, where like you know Peter Parker, who successful. like he lives in the shitty apartment, and yeah. then there's also like the kind of the Batman Peter Parker, right? Where he has his shit together. He has like the the spider cave, like he does in this movie. Yes. Like both like exist in the comics. I feel like a lot more often than not because we see like twenties Peter Parker that we see like I can't hold down a job because I'm so busy being well, a superhero. That's the that's the video game that came out this year. Yeah, for sure. I'm in my mid twenties. Uh, like it's the very millennial like Spider Man story. Mm-hmm. Like I can't afford to really live in New York City. Yeah, because I can't get steady work, or I'm doing like an internship position that I'm not really getting paid that much yeah. for. Yeah, and in the meantime, I'm being Spider Man, and I'm also trying to be Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is it's like flipped. This is the older Spider Man who still is like. His life is kind of coming apart at the seams. Yeah. In a way that's very much like on a long enough trajectory, you can see that happening to Spider-Man. Like, yeah. Because of the way he lives his life. Like he says it himself, like sometimes stuff just doesn't work out. And you can yeah. see that like his flaws on a long enough timeline could lead to where he's at. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I said before Jack Johnson, it's Jake Johnson. Jack Johnson is a Sean. I guess so. Right? Probably. Yeah. Sounds about right. Well, he does a great job in this movie. He does. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think they do a good job of, like, mourning OG Peter, or, like, the first Peter we see. Yeah. And then still, like, then kind of moving on and giving us the new Peter. And, like, I think all that stuff just, like, works really well. It just flows, man. It, like... Didn't like, want it to end. Yeah. Like, for, the first act is really fun with all the Miles Morales just, like being a kid stuff and like yeah. getting to know Miles Morales and then as soon as you get into you know him like starting to develop his powers to that first scene where he's in the graveyard like Peter Parker's gravestone mm-hmm. and he meets the other universe Peter Parker Peter B. Parker I guess is yeah. how they delineate it in this movie it's funny because I mean you'd imagine his middle name's probably like Ben maybe or something probably. like that probably yeah but he's also like the B the B the B the yeah, list Spider-Man exactly yeah which is which is funny. It's That's good. a good goof. Yeah. Um, like that whole scene with them being connected to each other by the the web mm-hmm. and being dragged by a train through New York City. Oh my fucking so god! Funny. Well, there's there's the the line of the cops just like Sp- or Spider-Man's dragging a uh, homeless corpse. Yeah, we got around. a kid dressed as Spider-Man dragging out, yeah, a, homeless a homeless corpse. corpse. Is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, I think the scene, the whole movie looked great from the beginning, but I think the scene that made our jaws like hit the floor was the Prowler chase. Yes. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Because like, it's like there's like rain on the ground uh-huh. and it's still so cartoony, oh. but it looks fucking real I mean, also. When you want to do good graphics, you do wet pavement and neon oh, yeah. and that's what it if was. If we've learned anything from this generation of video games, yes. wet, wet pavement, pavement looks good. Where it's at. Yeah. This movie looks fucking good. It's, it's man. incredible. I mean, like, that's like what all the kind of pre reviews that I think we've been seeing is like, yeah. people really like it. Everyone's really positive on the movie, but the, the main takeaway is just like, holy fucking shit, this movie looks It looks good. Crazy. And then when you get to like, you know, even the the ending credits where it's like the kaleidoscope. Oh, that was so cool. Crazy. Yeah. Bananas. Like, really, really it's cool. awesome. And because they're doing all this like multiverse kind of black hole tearing apart stuff, they're allowed to get kind of freaky with it. Yeah. And all the like, 
to not to jump too far ahead, but all the like stuff where they're doing that kind of final battle in the large hadron collider sort of yeah. scenario, like it looks awesome, like a sixties acid hellscape, yes. which is a it's compliment. That is it is great. trippy. It's a, I mean, it kind of reminds me of like, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like that golden age of comics, like the sixties, seventies, like when Doctor Strange and all that stuff's coming out. Like those are very psychedelic, yeah. colorful, right. like. You know, I feel like nowadays we get a lot of comics. Like only recently have we seen like color return to the palette. Right. But there was a while, like way back when, where like you know these comic books like had, were were bursting at the seams well, with colors figure. and vibrance. Some people wanted to look at uh, colorful psychedelic imagery yeah. in the sixties and seventies. Hey, who guessed? But yeah. I mean, like you know, that's like um, even even in movies too. Like there was a while where all superhero movies were kind of like gray and drab. Drab, yeah. But then like you know, thank you Frank Miller. Thank you Frank Miller. But then thank you Taka Watiti. Yeah. for giving us Ragnarok and, and, and even before that, you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Really kind of f- being the forefront of bringing color back and even Spider-Man Homecoming is blues, yellows, reds. Like yeah. It's very bright and, and comic booky as the way it should be. Right. You know? But this being an animated movie, they're, you they're can go able crazy. to yeah, turn that up to 12. Like, yeah. Um, and it's got this like cell shaded kind of look to it. So it looks like a comic book page. Yeah. They're very playful with text bubbles kind of popping up. Yeah, uh, that stuff. Miles, that stuff is really fun too. Miles's kind of internal narration being mm-hmm. um, shown in text bubbles looks super cool. Yeah, um, I also really like you know the mechanism of like when they introduce a new character, they'd be like, "Let's start at the beginning." Yeah, and uh, they they would throw a comic, a comic book, book on the table, and yes. like you know, it's it's that breaking of like I'm not even sure if you call it breaking of the fourth wall. It's it's meta to a certain extent. Yeah, it's tongue in cheek about the whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. like, but the thing is, like you know, it's such a good device to educate the audience. There's just no way you can be confused about it. Right. You know? And they even go to the extra length, like, you know, they talk about quantum physics when he's in school and stuff. So, uh-huh. like, you know, for a pretty, like, again, like, this movie had to have been a hard pitch. And yeah, I, I, can just, so. I cannot get over how seamless they explain everything. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't feel exposition heavy. It no. It just, just flows and feels It's breezy, good. man. It's, it's very it, breezy. It moves. It really moves. It's like, I was, it's like I surfing. Was, I cannot think of a moment during this movie where I was not feeling entertained yeah 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 for sure um so what do you think of all the other spider-man uh i thought it was funny they call so spider gwen is called spider woman in the movie well she says spider woman at some point yeah but i think normally that character like that design is normally spider gwen I guess I never I never read those series of comic books, but I think recently they just changed the name to like Ghost Spider, which I think is like way more badass. Hmm. Um, that's not a knock or, or an epic or anything. I just was like, oh, they're gonna call her that in this one. That's fine. Well, I think we'll know for sure if they actually do a, a spinoff, yeah. like what they go with, because I think yeah. they probably left all those options on the table. On the table. The only thing I was confused about was how she came to this universe. And then yeah. she immediately went to the prep school. Well, they said there's like that that kind of scene where she explains what happened to her. Yeah. When the um the uh, collider went off mm-hmm. and kind of made that rift and started pulling in sp- spider people from other other universes, it threw her a week in the past. Like it also like so she time. was able to. So she had okay. like a week. Prior before that event happened, because she's also wearing a lab coat in the the place where they steal the computer, right? She well because she says like 
she says that I, my spider senses told me to go to this school where she, that's where she met Miles. Okay. She like, cause they could sense the other spider people. So like anytime she just they got close to the other spider people, they like, their senses went off. But so was she, he like, bitten by, was he bitten by a spider at that point? Yeah. Because I guess he remember was. the first time he, um. It's the second day of school. Yeah. Yeah. He, he like does the whole like sticky thing mm-hmm. and gets his hand caught in her hair. But they met prior to in class. him getting bit. Yeah. Yeah. So but how think- would she know to radar in on going there? You know what I mean? It's, it's a little like... Physics, eh, man. Phys- yeah, just physics. Everything's connected. Time's a flat circle. Exactly. Not going to nitpick it. It's fine. Um... That was only that was the only thing I got hung up in the movie where I was just like a little confusing. Why is she here? Yeah, well, how did she get here? They're playing with space and time. Yeah, so, so it gets a little weird. But yeah. I mean, I think that's the only time where I got like kind of confused with that. In terms of the spider people, though, I think they're all great. I think the cast is great. Um, I think I think I was laughing the loudest during like all every time Nick Cage uh-huh. said anything. Yep, I was dying. Yep, and I think all those characters are like rendered differently yeah. than like that's the crazy thing. Like. Um, uh, Penny Parker, like her aesthetic is just different from everyone else's, right? right. And because she's got more like an anime, an anime kind of, kind of flair. But that, on, that's yeah. what's crazy that you know it's because like their universes are just rendered it's different. different. Universe. It's a different yeah, universe, exactly. Yeah. So the way that they kind of like it's almost like in Smash Brothers where you have all these characters from different places, but you kind of like give them like a general art style so they all right. like fit together yeah they um, jive together but they look unique yes from each other mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i mean spider-man noir the cages spider-man so has good. a very cool look like I, yeah. I like that he's just his whole his whole look is just in black and white and I, it was funny it. that he also he doesn't know what color it yeah. is. he's that's like thank you goof. for the for the cube <laughs> and that's there are so many good goofs that are just that work because they're able to be so playful with just kind of reality. Yes. Yeah. You know, they're not super concerned with reality. And I think that's good and because that, that works to the movie's strengths. I think if in the minute they gave kind of like what the base reality could be, like any kind of credence, credence, like that's when the movie would get confusing. Right. You know, if they kind of like, try to over explain what they were doing that's yeah. when you would get confused you kind of get would get trapped in it which for comic books for comic book properties like you know the marvel cinematic universe has put a lot of effort into making everything fit together very neatly yeah and all their like you know magic and aliens and gods and stuff it all kind of like has like this internal logic that works mm-hmm. but also requires a lot of homework whereas into the Spider Verse, it just it just kind of is like don't worry about it. It's a comic. Yeah. It's a comic book movie. Like we're gonna play around with this stuff and don't really worry so much about how yeah. this stuff all fits together because we're also gonna kind of like play with it and make tongue in cheek jokes about it. Mm-hmm. And like it's just gonna it's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just have fun. And they kind of play with that like the idea that you get in um. There's always a lighthouse. Yeah, kinda, exactly. like the yeah. there's always gonna be like they all have the same kind of like beat sheet they where like all have a dead a, uncle they all have a dead uncle every single one of them or you know it's it's the idea of like we've all lost a loved one that's why we're here and right. then you know miles gets his right. through through his uncle which i naively or i just wasn't even thinking about this like when they introduced his uncle i never thought like oh he ain't gonna live i didn't think he was gonna die because normally in the comic books uh miles dad dies okay um right 
Yes. 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 Um, so, like, you know, traditionally, like, Miles' dad's always a cop, and he, I think, gets killed in, like, Line of Duty or something, and that's right. like, his Uncle Ben moment is his dad. Right. And then, you know, he Which has I'm, to I'm deal with... didn't, because... This worked out really well. Because the relationship that he has with his dad is, like, gives some of the genuinely, like, emotionally effective yeah. scenes. And it's cool to give him his Uncle Ben m- moment from his... His uncle, who right. is a bad, he's a villain in the movie. Right. It's all just very impactful. So, to, so to give him that character, to, to to give him that character death and that beat through the Prowler, mm-hmm. which I, I think normally they're just kind of adversaries, and maybe he discovers kind of later that oh, my uncle is the Prowler. Yeah, um, Prowler is is one that I was not just like that character in general. I'm not familiar with. Not super familiar with him. I know I knew a little bit more about him because uh, Donald Glover, Charles Gambino plays. Miles Morales's uncle's character in Homecoming. Oh. So like, and they allude to like, you know, yo man, I got a nephew. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They said and that. like, I he might even say something about like quote unquote prowling. <laughs> like, ah, uh, yeah. I see. So that's like, and I knew that because I remember seeing like Easter eggs of like Donald Glover's playing this person. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. That's cool. It's cool. I, and it's it great. Will be confusing if they bring Miles Morales into the Marvel Spider-Man universe. I don't think they will. I don't know. I think it's something that they can keep in their back pocket if they I, ever want to. I think it would be like a uh, you know like Gen four or five, like you know, in twenty years when they Jesus need more Spider-Man in MCU. If the bubble doesn't burst. If we make it that far. If we make it that far. <laughs> if this whole big bubble doesn't burst. <laughs> if the, yeah, the yeah, blue bubble yeah, we live on. Yeah, this whole big, big ass right. bubble that we're living on top of. Um, what did you think of some of the kind of like villain redesigns? That's what I was going to bring up yeah. next. Yeah. Uh, Scorpion looks so fucking cool. Yeah, he's like he's like Darth Maul with robot legs. Uh-huh. Like He's badass. Yeah, and also Doc Ock. Like, that the was, gender swap was really cool. I don't think I've ever seen them do that in a comic book before. No. And originally, I was just like, having your little rubber inflatable arms can't nearly be as good as steel. But I think that the trade-off is that she can retract them completely. Those looked really cool. They were sick. They were sick. Yeah. She's like, that was, it was such a genuine surprise. For everything they were showing about the movie, mm-hmm. did not see that coming. Not at all. At all. And I was just like. Because like she starts saying her name and you're like, oh man, are they going for it? And then she like turns all Doc Ocky and you're like, yeah. oh fuck, and she they're even going gets the for goggles it. On, yeah, like, and you're like, yeah. holy shit, this is yeah. rad. Yes, uh, much more of a surprise than what they were doing with the Spider-Man video game where Peter Parker is working with <laughs> Doctor Octo- Otto Octavius. There's and, the one scene where he, oh look, he's got <laughs> he's got a suit that he wears. Yeah, oh, oh look, these goggles that he's he making wears. prosthetic arms. Yeah, oh, he has four of them <clears throat> for some reason. I wonder what's gonna happen here. It's not a spoiler. He's, yeah, he's your mentor. I mean, that he goes bad. He's you know, gonna go bad. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was really cool. I was. And they even like, shot. Like, they, she is the one that explains the quantum, quantum physics in, in the, the beginning of the movie. Yeah. yeah, and that's all tied in really well with her being the one that actually makes the collider. Yeah, so it's cool. She was cool. Uh, Fisk was really awesome as well. I really liked Fisk's design, where he's just, just huge. huge. He's just all shoulders, basically. And he's and like, but he's like, he's like, head. he's like a like a black mass that just like encompasses everything. It's the wall of a man. Yeah. The only thing about that that's kind of weird to me is like, how can a man like that even have a wife? Like, 
He's a monster. Like, what do you, what do you, how do you, you know, even conceive you babies? You just have to be careful sometimes. I guess so. You know? That's just, I don't know, man. He has to have. Don't do it. Don't go, don't do it. Don't go there. Shoe size. Yes. <laughs> probably. Monster shoes. Probably. I didn't get for a good his look magnum his slippers. Yeah. He's yeah. probably got some magnum slippers. Yeah. Um, I think that pretty much covers everything. I also like the Prowler design. I thought that was pretty cool. Prowler design was cool. I, I didn't love like the star hood. No. The hood I didn't love. Mm. Um, I'm not really sure what Prowler looks like OG anyway, though. That, like I said, I don't really have any sort of context. I know, I know his thing is like the claws, and I think he has like hover boots, like he does kind of in this movie okay. too. But I don't, I don't really know much about him. But that's another cool thing in the movie is yeah. there's a lot of really detailed references to yeah. a lot of different Spider-Man stuff. Like, I mean, Tombstone was not a, a villain I'd expect to see in this movie too. Right. And he's yeah, there. He's and kind cool. of a deeper cut yeah. sort of villain. Yeah, I, I think he actually is in the new Spider-Man DLC he is. as the main bad. Yeah, there's like that side side quest that you can do the tombstone stuff during I think, the main game that I didn't actually touch. But uh, is that or no? That is tombstone. Maybe there's like a tombstone. Maybe it's line. Hammerhead who is the yeah. It's tombstone in the main game. I think it's Hammerhead in the DLC. Okay, fair maybe enough. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's Scorpion. I, I thought that stuff was all really cool, and the, yeah. the, the like fight scene at the end where they're all they're fighting. I think the fight scene at Aunt May's Doc house Oc. is really yes, cool. that is also very cool because like it's kind of the last play. It looks like so much what I've always like. It, it looks so much like an amalgamation of like all of the Aunt May homes. Mm-hmm. It looks the most the most like a Rami yeah, Aunt May house definitely. Um, well, because it's on that like suburban block, yeah, in, in Queens, Queens, right? Yeah. Um, it's a small little house. The fact that like it's getting torn up and they're fighting through it, I was just like, this. I, I you would never expect a fight to happen at Aunt May's house. Yeah, you know? it's yes. sick. It's very cool, and they do tear that place apart. They destroy it. Yeah, um, um, but I also like the spider cave as well. With all the that was another like yeah. you can pause that frame and just look at every single one of the spider suits that are down there. They're all Insomniac Spider Man. Yes. Every single one of them is. Well, that's actually where I have the most context for most of those suits. Yeah, me too. Because, um, again, they're all pretty much comic book mm-hmm. suits. But they even include the Insomniac Spider-Man suit. Yeah, he's like in the corner. That they designed for this, like, with the white kind of highlights on it. Yeah. Yeah. They also have, like, that Spider-Man, like, motorcycle and, like, ATV that, yeah. like, we've all maybe had a toy of when we're growing yes. up. Yes. Don't know why and a man who swings would need an ATV. But. Of course they have the Stan Lee cameo. In there. The last one, I think. No, I think they recorded a couple of them. Oh, there's still more coming? Yeah, I think there's a couple that they 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 got through for like the next few Marvel movies. In this one it was great. It was very it was good. very it was a treat to, to kind of see him again. Yes, it was. Um, there was a there was like an audible like just kind of sound in the theater when yeah, he just came like, on screen. Aw. Everybody was just like, Oh man. Bo- and then they did a, a really nice little tribute to him yeah. after the film as well, mm-hmm. like, uh during the credits. Yes. So. Yeah. This movie rocks. It's a really, really... It's just, like, fucking fun. You know, and it feel, yeah. it's a good, feel-good, fun movie. Yeah. Um, I had a really good time watching it. Yeah. I would definitely like to see it again. Just kinda, I think it would be pretty fucking cool in 3D. Yeah, especially that last fight scene mm-hmm. when everything's kind of going crazy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also love, like, the Miles Morales suit has never looked this cool. Oh yeah, because like, like the, the, the color, yeah, look. like the color design's always been sick. Like the red and black has always been really cool, but yeah. like it's the coolest in this movie that it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Like period, you know. Right, especially since they kind of like set up earlier that he 
like is into graffiti art stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And that's like, you know, it, which is also a great scene between him, him and his and uncle. His uncle. Yeah. yeah. Ties that all really all together really nicely. Yeah. I wouldn't expect this movie to have had the like emotional scenes that land as well as they do. Like it's yeah. it's when you have uh Miles kind of tied up after he has the scene where he's talking to all the other universe spider people. Yeah. Like he's like the movies very much is about, you know, assuming this role and, you know, understanding that you can be good enough to do something, which again is kind of like a millennial sort of tale, like having this, like these idols to kind of live up to. Right. And Mm -hmm. realizing that like that ability is within yourself. Like you just have to pull it out and do it. And then him having him, unable to speak and his dad on the other side of the door like that's a cool shot in the movie as well where they like kind of cut you can see the door between miles and his dad like as as they're talking like i thought that all landed well Mm -hmm. yeah no i agree i think uh i also really like the i think the chris pine spider-man spider-man a quote unquote is uh like kind of for all intents and purposes like the the rammy spider-man yeah. But he's just doing everything as not Tobey Maguire because like he does like the weird dance that he does in Spider-Man 3. Right. Um it's the same it's and the same say, finger point say, in everything. They say we don't talk about We don't that. talk about that one. Yeah. And then the the scene where he's like having a glass of wine with MJ and then punches the car. Yes. That's in Spider-Man 2. Yep. The kiss from Spider-Man 1. Yep. Um the train scene. The train scene. Yep. Uh they all are just, they just are really kind of being like this is kind of your OG Spider-Man. Which they're allowed to do because... It's Sony. It's a Sony property. And that's why I think the anime house looks so much like... Yes. I, I almost think it's like 1-1 one, one for the mm-hmm. for the one from the first Spider-Man. I think that's really cool. The only difference is like, you know, he's blonde. <laughs> right. And I mean, that's like, kind of the sky's the limit with that stuff because they've opened the gates right from the beginning with this is a multiverse kind of thing. So, yeah. like, they can kind of do whatever they, they want. They could have made it Tobey Maguire. They could make a yeah. fucking Andrew Garfield Spider-Man if they really want to. They I want don't to, know why they ever want to do that, but they can. That's probably why they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or there might even been, like, an Easter egg in there, too. About it. Who Technically, they could probably do, like, a Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man I guess. I mean, I mean maybe, that, maybe we'll tie that, that in there. That deal might be a little complicated, but I think they could they probably could it. pull it off. Why the fuck not, right? Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about Spider-Pig, like, at all, pretty much. John Mulaney, killing it. Yeah. Fun. Okay. I feel like they built Spider-Pig up to be this big thing, and then maybe it's just, like you said, like, all the marketing, but I feel like I had seen all the Spider-Pig if, if they just fucking kept him a secret. Yeah. You know? You're right. If they yeah. just fucking... And that's the same thing with, like... Can you imagine a world where you didn't know that Nick Cage and John Mulaney were in this fucking movie? Uh, I can't imagine it from a marketing perspective, but it would have been really fun. It would have been sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I guess that probably brings us to the after credits scene where it's Miguel Spider-Man 2099, I think. It's Miguel O'Hara who is like, he's... 2077. Yeah. 2049. He's future Spider-Man. 20... Do you 69? think that, I don't know what number it, it is. It gets hilarious with like the, the pointing at each other thing. Yes. That's oh my so God. fucking funny. That is so funny. I mean, because that's become a pretty big Good. meme. Uh, yeah, the two Spider-Men, meme. like the 60s Spider-Man pointing at each other. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that they also, you know, whatever the new Spider-Verse movie is, if it is a Spider-Gwen movie, which who is to say that it won't yeah. branch out to all the other stuff. Totally. Let her 
take the rain. I mean, like yeah. doing a Miles Morales, like person of color, be the lead. Spider Man is awesome. Do a, a, a woman. I mean, Spider-Man, the movie the kind of ends it's with cool. it's. It sounds like it's Gwen talking to Peter, right? So, no, like you know, to Miles. To, oh yeah, I'm sorry, to Miles and. um Who's to say that Miles wouldn't be in the Gwen Stacy Spider-Man? Oh, movie I'm sure as well, he would. You know? Yeah, of course. I mean, they're gonna obviously they've already established like, all right, well, we close these portals, but they're still gonna be able to talk to each other because obviously it's way too much fun to have them like, be separate. We can't yeah. separate these at no. all out. Like that um, would not be cool. But I could see the next movie, like, as much as they're having tongue-in-cheek fun with like the Miguel O'Hara 20 whatever Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he has that time watch thing. I could see it being like he has to go back in time and be like, hey, I need your help to... Or he comes back in time and be like, I need to do this. And they're like, no, don't oh, do no. that. Then it's just going to become Deadpool 2. Yeah, or like Terminator, which is just Deadpool 2. Oh, no. Well, maybe they'll have more fun with it. Reality is folded back in on itself. Well, you know, I trust them to do anything, even if it's trophy, because they'll make it funny. Yeah, it's it will be funny. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I want more of this. Yeah, give me, give me more. Yeah, I... I uh, again... Like, to say, come out of a Sony-produced Spider-Man movie, like, fuck yeah, give me more of that. I'm all in. It's been a while. Been a long, uh, long time. Might be a while for the next one, too, because uh, I'm assuming these movies are hard to make. But probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, there's a lot of detail. I want them to take their time. Because if they can make yeah. another movie that looks as good as this movie... By all means. Take your time. Take, I'll wait yeah, three or it. four years, whatever. Yeah, no, I was really, I was really happy with it. Being, you know, being a Spider-Man fan for so long, again, this movie was great. I also feel like, you know, like I said, I read mostly the Ultimate Spider-Man stuff, and they mm-hmm. really play into like the Green Goblin design in this movie. Oh yeah, forgot about that. He's like, it's the same as Ultimate Spider-Man. Cool. He's a, he's a monster. Yeah, basically, cool. It's sick. It's sick. And, yeah. So it's like you know the the things they're pulling from is really is really cool. And didn't you say it was like the Lonely Island guy that voiced Yeah, it's like you know how uh what's his face is the voice of BB8 like right, right. you know it's just like Bah-dah. yeah, <laughs> just yeah. making weird sounds. Yes. But yeah, the guy one of the guys from Lonely Island's the voice of the Green Goblin. It's pretty fine. Which I don't think he says a word. He just is like I think he just kind of grunts, slobbers yeah, yeah. Which I'm fine with. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cool. So we both like this movie. I uh, like we would both definitely recommend you go see it in theaters. Yeah, hopefully You've already seen it. Yeah, you don't want if you're spoiling the whole fucking thing. Probably should have said this before. Spider Man dies, but luckily there are more. Yeah, they got (laughs) got got more. Yeah, infinite. Um, Cool. Well, this is not the only podcast that we do for Story Screen. Uh, We have begun a new endeavor where we are watching all of the Quentin Tarantino Mm. movies and enjoying uh, a nice dinner with friends with cooking with Quentin. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike has also produced some pretty fine video that you can go check out on our Vimeo page. Learn how to make I a dish. Story Screen Beacon on Vimeo. Uh, I'm sure if you type in Story Screen Beacon or Story Screen Presents, you'll um, be able to find, you will it. find it. But we also it's posted on our Instagram and our Facebook page and on the website, so it's it's there as well. You can find us. You can find us. Our SEO is getting better. You can just go Google Story Screen and we'll be there, and it'll come up. Yeah. Um, we are flooding the net with content. Flooding it. Watch out. Like, um, we also have a video game podcast that uh, hey. Robert and I have been working on. You can check out our first episode on Bioshock. And probably by the time you're listening to this, maybe our second episode on Inside. Yes. If it's not out yet, it will be soon. Because it it's recorded and in the bag. Yeah, you get a little sneak preview on yeah. it. So, cool. All right. Thank you for joining me, 
Robbie. Anytime. Anything else you want to plug really quick at the end here? Uh, I think I have things coming out on the horizon, but they're not out quite yet. All right. Well, stay so. tuned. StoryScreenBeacon.com. Story underscore screen underscore beacon on Instagram. And story underscore screen on Twitter, which we don't really use, but maybe we'll try to get into that. We're, I think we've gotten a good cadence on Instagram now. Instagram's doing pretty good. There's some, it's pretty regular yeah. on the Instagram. Don't be afraid to talk to us also. Yeah. We're nice, yeah. we're nice people. At us. At us. Why not? We talk, want to talk to about. Us. We want to talk about movies. Did you like Spider-Man? Did you not like Spider-Man? Do you like us? Do you not like us? Let us know. Would, would you go on a date? Yes, no, maybe. Question With Spider-Man. Mark. With Spider-Man? Yes. Any of them. Tell us. With great power. Send us your Spider-Man fan fiction. Comes great responsibility. Yeah, especially when it comes to the fan fiction. Fan fiction. Be responsible. With <laughs> be responsible with fan fiction. Yeah. Don't do anything too weird. Yeah. Miles is a kid, so be careful. Yeah, come on now. Don't make it weird. All right. I'm going to end this podcast before we go to any weird. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. I'm Jack Kolodzewski. Robbie Anderson. Good night. Peace. completely honest i don't think i could pick post malone out of a sonic lineup i don't know uh, like. i don't know which one that was it's the one i was like he's like the main song he sings ah uh, yeah when he's like trying to unstick okay yeah there was one song in there that sounded like like someone that was in a like one of those myspace scene emo bands from like the early 2000s that decided to like make a soundcloud hip-hop like skrillex no not like skrillex i don't know i mean i think you're also kind of describing post malone to a certain extent okay i don't think he was ever in a hardcore skrillex band but he looks like i'm not saying hardcore i'm saying like like one of those like emo's a funny genre you said it (laughs) The swoop, specifically the swoopy hair kind of thing. I think you just have to call it emo. I know that the no, I know no, 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 no. I know it's a it's a it's an umbrella term. I yes, know or like but, niche. Yes, but. but emo has become a bastardized thing. Like sure. that is not what emo started as. It was no. It's taken. The, the Smiths were emo. Mm, yeah, they're eighties emo. Yeah, a little bit. I guess Elliot Smith is emo. Well, but it's different. He's very sad. Yeah. He's, emo- yeah. he's emotional. He's emotional. Yeah. As far as I, I mean, for to me, like the 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 sphere of emo and the sphere of like scene is a perfect circle. Like, no, no. they just seen this. It's studded it's belts, no, swoop hair, no eyeliner, no man. Call it like, a day. Come on, like rights of spring, eighties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Bastardized. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. That's but that's why I'm careful to say specifically. Sure. Swoopy hair. You can't see on audio. Hand thing over yeah, my face. He's doing a swoop. You cover one eye like an anime. Uh-huh. You know. Uh, what was that? From first to last? Is that a band? Yeah, I think that was it. That's, that's who Skrillex became. Came from. Because he was a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, now he's Skrillex. Now he's Skrillex. Yeah. He used to be from he first to last. He was the drummer last. in first to last. Was he? Did he play drums? I see, think that's... I think. Know? Well, I knew he was a drummer. Okay. I didn't know the band. I knew he was a drummer in like... I thought it was like a pop punk band. They're also a bastardized term. Jesus. It, and, you know. Hey, listen, I get bad. it. Genres are bad. That's, that's the real it's thing. True. 
That's true. Confuses us. Movies are okay though. Okay. Coming out day, 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 day. Hey, I'm post Malone and I'm singing this song. Every spider man is a spider, 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 spider. Are you done? Swip, swap, wish. The whip. Thwip. <laughs>